All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to to, to Joe Homebuyer Wholesaling Nationwide. Um, I have one of my favorite people on. Um, he's one of the best business owners, one of the best people, and, and just a really, really excellent example to me on, on how to do things right um, in, in all aspects of his life. And that's that's Mr. Greg Bernie. So, uh, Greg, um, so tell tell us about, about yourself. What market are you in? Um, just give a little bit of background about yourself and how you got into wholesaling. Yeah, for sure, Devin. I appreciate you having me on, brother. Um, so I'm in Greensboro, North Carolina. We've lived here uh, since 2008 from Connecticut originally uh, and a social worker by background. So real estate is a, a second career for me. I was working in healthcare and um, was on, uh, I think the, the easiest way to put it was on a, a corporate ladder where every uh, rung I climbed, uh, it looked a little scarier uh, from, from uh, the perspective of um, my ability to spend time with my family, have freedom in my life, do work uh, that I wanted to be doing, uh, dealing with the the bureaucratic red tape that is uh, kind of the corporate world and the healthcare world. So um, I made the leap to uh, wholesaling real estate here about five years ago. Um, and it kind of happened, uh, you know, I, I say by accident, but, but maybe not really by accident. I'd had a friend who... Uh, actually was flipping properties. And he, he asked me, he knew I was kind of unhappy doing what I was doing. And so, um, I joined him flipping a property and I think we, I think we split, uh, I don't know, maybe six or eight grand in profits after this, like two month kind of really nightmare flip. And, um, I still have the contract. Uh, if I can move my camera, I'd show you, I have the, I have the contract on the wall from the wholesaler, uh, the assignment contract. So the wholesaler made, I think like 12 grand, um, and so when I, and I didn't even know what the heck wholesaling was, but I said, well, I know he, he did a lot less work and made a lot more money. So I better go take him to lunch and, uh, yeah, figure, so out, cool. figure out what the heck wholesaling is. So that, yeah, that was uh, how I got into it. And from there, just, you know, like handwriting letters, nights and weekends after I put the kids to bed and, um, eventually jumped into it full time. Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've known Greg for a couple of years now and man, this guy, he's, he's like, he's like an animal. He's always trying to be innovative and trying to find better, or trying to find ways to get better and improve his business and extremely smart. And obviously building a rental portfolio. Um, he's got a, you got a, you got a great business. You got a business partner on, on building your portfolio. Is that correct? Yeah. So initially, um, you know, at, real estate had always been an itch, Devin. I, I think it was just one I was kind of leaving to the side. Cause I, I was, um, uh, always got the messaging, you know, from, from my parents, from our culture of like a lot of what we hear, right? Like you have to have money to get into real estate and, uh, owning rental properties is risky. So I, that was kind of always running in the background, um, for me, but as I learned more about real estate, I, I saw, um, you know, the value, uh, in getting into, to long-term rentals. And so, um, and then started wholesaling and I was like, wait a second, this is a way to find off-market deals at a significant discount where, you know, you, and I learned about hard money and private money. So I, I really kind of learned, oh, you don't necessarily have to have much money to get into holding rental properties. And so I, um, just through networking and relationship building, um, you know, found a guy out of Colorado that helped me get started. Um, he had money, but lived in a market where he didn't have access to good deals. Um, I was starting out where I had access to good deals, but, but not much money and didn't really know that, that landscape. And so, um, my first few rentals were in a holding company with him. I've still since, uh, built out a couple different portfolios, um, and still 
maintain a great relationship with him. Actually, I'm headed out to Colorado to see him next uh, next oh, week. That's cool. Oh, yeah, going to Red Rocks, right? We're going to Red Rocks. That's right. So, um, and that's been cool. It's been, um, it's turned into a really great friendship, uh, which is, you know, for any partnership that I've taken on, um, you know, relationships are so critical to me. So whether it's um, that relationship or the, you know, my Joe Homebuyer franchise, um uh, my franchise is with folks that, you know, Mark Stubler, Cody Hoffine, folks I consider really good friends, uh, first and foremost. And um, when you can find a way to to mix uh, kind of the business element with just good people that make you better and you want to be around, that's that's where the real kind of magic starts to happen. No, for sure. And that's and and, and everybody that's that's going to listen to this. Um, I think Greg is is great in my eyes at two things that stand out to me, and that's He's really great at developing relationships with people and providing value. And he's, he's a great problem solver. So it's kind of funny, the segue into getting, being That's in social funny. work where you're just dealing with people and problems and how you transition that into real estate. Cause yeah, I, you've, you've obviously built a, built a great business and a great environment for um, yeah. In your market. And yeah, you can, you can see that that's a big reason why you're successful. And that was, those are the two things that I see that are important, but what would you say is the best quality about yourself? Well, I think, you know, you hit on a couple of things. It's, it's funny you mentioned that, Devin. Like I, I will joke, like sometimes I feel like I use kind of my social work training more now uh, than I did previously, whether it's like in acquisitions with sellers or, or just running a business, um, yeah. you know, kind of those soft skills. I used to have an old CEO at the hospital and he always say that, you know, the, the soft skills are actually the real hard stuff. Like the, the rest of it isn't too bad, but it's that ability to to read people ability to um, manage conflict ability to empathize that that you know when we get it right it really kind of opens up uh possibilities i mean in terms of i think best qualities i i've really um tried hard and continually um focus on just cultivating a growth mindset um you know entrepreneurship as you know is hard but um I really try to almost seek opportunities where I can um, get uncomfortable um, yeah. and just learn through taking action, learn through failing. Um, and I, I look at, you know, the last five years in business, every, almost everything I've uh, accomplished was immediately preceded by how the heck am I going to do this? And I don't know if I can do this. And boy, this is really hard. Um and so I think, you know, honestly, the thing I'm proudest of and, and probably my best quality is just continuing to go towards that discomfort. Um, I think, you know, that's been my intention over the last several years is just how quickly can I go towards discomfort? How can I create kind of bigger problems that now I get to solve? Because um, that means I'm growing, the business is growing, uh, my future, my family's future is growing. So, yeah, that's that's another thing I would identify. No, I'm really glad you pointed that out. And, and on my journey as well, like... I think we all grew up in environments and I don't know, obviously I, we've talked a little bit about the background with, with your, with your upbringing, but in mine, it's like, I was around people that wanted to be comfortable mm -hmm. and, and it really affects your ability to grow because you're, you're around like, what's the easy way out? What's going to give me the most comfort where I can just kick back and relax and then just, and, and enjoy and enjoy life. But, and with, being getting into wholesaling real estate in particular is there's a lot of discomfort. There's a lot of sure. challenges. There's a lot of, you're dealing with people that are, where well, their lives are in chaos. And so 
yeah, chasing that discomfort, not just working with sellers, but building a business and taking those risks is, is everything. So I'm really glad you pointed that out. I think that's everything. Well, I think, opinion. yeah, it's interesting. It's like, so same, same for me, like grew up where kind of, I, I don't, it wasn't overtly stated, but, um, you know, comfort was, uh, kind of paramount. Yeah. And I've, I've really come to the conclusion, like, I, I love that saying, like, um, pain is mandatory suffering is optional like there there's pain in um you know taking risk opening a business whatever the case may be but i think there's you know there's also um there's pain associated with i'm going to stick in this job that i don't love and i know there's a stable paycheck coming in every two weeks but i also know kind of what that path looks like. And there's elements of it that I'm not happy with. And I just, I don't want to, I guess, live a life where I'm going to regret not doing something or not accomplishing something because I was comfortable. Right. Like I think, you know, it um, there's the pain of uh, I know you, you spent a lot of time in the gym. There's, there's certainly pain and discomfort of eating healthy, exercising regularly. Right. But there's also a whole lot of pain and discomfort in not doing those things. And, you know, what is, um, the impact of, uh, obesity or heart disease. Right. And there's, um, we, we don't, we don't necessarily, um, we don't get to choose for it to be easy or for anything to not be hard, but we get to choose our heart. And I think that's, um, I think that's where having a growth mindset comes in is just always understanding like, um, you know, what's there, there's that other saying of like, choose your suck. Like yeah. some of this is going to suck, but, but the good news is we get to choose it. Right. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's, that's fun stuff. Well, it's interesting too. And you look at it this way, like, no, you never regret taking care of yourself, eating well, exercising, yeah. um, the obviously invest, investing and, and saving your money to invest and start a business or, like you talk to all these successful people and if you don't know very many successful people, you got, you got YouTube, you got social media as a way to really reach out. And then in our business, wholesaling, wholesaling real estate, one of the best tools is just looking up your, your local um, real estate investing networks. Those are great ways to get Mm -hmm. to know people. Like I, I'm so grateful for all the challenges that I've gone through because if I, if I could look at, if I could look at a, at a crystal ball and see, okay, Devin, if I choose to eat healthy, if I choose to exercise, if I choose to invest in my business and grow and 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 do more real estate deals, even though there's going to be all these challenges on the way, at the end of the road, like I'm going to be so grateful I did all of that as opposed to not. Like right. I, I know I and then and then obviously there's yeah, there's there's so much to that to where like I look back and I'm like, man, that was hard, but I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Like and typically the things you end up regretting in life are the things you didn't do. Yep. Yeah. So they're, they're um, those actions you didn't take. Yeah. And yeah, that's spot on. That's spot on, man. That's good. So what would you say in particular related to wholesaling? What would you say is, is one of the biggest takeaways for you on how to be successful in this business? It's a loaded question, but I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That nugget. So I, a few things come to mind and it'll be interesting to kind of talk through this. See, is it, is it specific to wholesaling or is this um, a success in general or, or B just running a business in general? I, I think. Um, let's, let's just, let's focus on wholesaling because yeah. that's what people are trying to yeah, get. I think, on, so that would be, I think the, the most helpful. 
I think the most critical thing to me, interestingly, would be um, spending some time to identify your core values and who you want to be. Um, there are, you know, wholesaling, as you well know, is an interesting landscape. Um, there's a relatively low barrier to entry. There's, um, you know, and there's ways to do this the right way. And there's ways to do this, not the right way. Um, yeah. and so I think, um, I, I don't do things the way I do, um, because it's any sort of competitive advantage, but it's interesting to know, um, that being someone of integrity, being someone who's honest, being someone who's going to be solutions focused actually yep. is a competitive advantage in our industry. Um, because there are people getting into wholesaling who, um, you know, I'm just going to lock this deal under a contract and I'm not going to communicate very well with the seller. And, you know, either somebody else is going to show up at the closing table, or maybe nobody shows up at the closing table. Cause I couldn't assign the deal. That's not the right way to treat people. Um, and so I think that the most critical thing I would say um, has probably little to do with the ins and outs of wholesaling real estate. And it's just kind of knowing knowing who you are and who you want to be and sticking to that. Um, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, so are you telling me that if you learn to solve problems in your own life, you're going to be much better at helping other people solve their problems? It sounds like that's kind of the angle you're taking. I think um, I think people sell their homes Listen, why am I going to call you off of, you know, whatever postcards cost now, a 55 cent postcard? Why am I going to, why, why am I going to call you from a text that I didn't know who the heck this was? Why am I going to click on a Facebook ad or a Google ad saying I need to sell my house fast um, if I don't have some sort of pain with this property that I'm trying to sell, right? Because otherwise I'm just going to do what 90% of the population does. I'm going to, you know, put a little bit of work in my house. I'm going to call a real estate agent. I'm going to get it listed and I'm going to have the house sold. Um, people work with us because they're looking for speed and convenience and the solution to a problem. And so I think we, I don't know how you do this business without um, having part of your acquisition and sales process, being a really good listener and empathizing with what the seller's going through. Because um, again, that like, that's what they're looking for. That's that's our product, right? We don't we're not competing with a retail market because we can't pay as much. Yeah. Um, so where we can compete is the ability to understand. Um, you know, people make decisions emotionally, um, and sellers that come to us are often in emotional distress because of whatever is going on in their lives or with their house. And if if we can impact that, if we can provide solutions to that. Um, then folks will sell their house at a financial discount because the value they're getting um, isn't only financial, it comes in other forms. And um, so absolutely, I think, yeah, you approach things from a place of how do I solve this person's problem? Um, that I, I think, you know, I've always believed the market, the marketplace um, is going to compensate you directly related to your ability to solve problems. I mean, and, and provide value. That's what we're yeah. getting paid for. That's so, that's so cool. Yeah. I really appreciate sharing that. I hope, hope you guys take that to heart and use, use that as, as your stepping stone into being successful as you learn to, to solve your own problems, become, mm -hmm. and just become a master of yourself. Like that's, that's, that's the first step into to being successful in anything you're looking to do, particularly in real estate and wholesaling. Absolutely. So the last question I want to ask you, um, yeah, I want you to break down a deal. Um, and, um, yeah, share, share, just share the source, what marketing source you got that deal from, 
um, how you how you helped solve the seller's problem and and how much you made on the deal. I think those are those three things would be really helpful to help yeah. people get a, a picture on on how they can be successful and, and start off in their wholesaling journey. Absolutely. So um, I'll share a deal that um, <laughs> Devin, you're going to laugh at me because I know you've been there before. When you when you've wholesaled real estate long enough, or just been in any sort of real estate long enough, you know, you, you never count anything before it's closed. So I'm going to, so true. I, I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to do, I'm going to do something that if we record a, uh, a follow-up podcast and the deal fell apart, we'll know it's because I brought it up today. <laughs> we've, we've got one that's, uh, it's supposed to, it's, uh, we're just waiting, um, uh, for our closing date, which is, uh, this week, but Okay. I don't. I don't see any red flags uh, coming, so we I'm should be good vibes. It's going to happen. You're that's right. That's right. So this was um, this was a Facebook lead, so paid Facebook advertising. So as part of my web marketing strategy, which is inclusive of SEO, Facebook ads, pay per click, um, and I don't do any of that myself. It's it's a, a third party um, provider that does my web marketing. So it's a Facebook ad that's literally like a 20 second selfie video, like, Hey, this is Greg. I'm looking for properties to buy sort of thing. So somebody clicked on that, filled out uh, information into a web form that they had um, a property that uh, this is one of those accidental landlord situations. So they had owned this house. They um, were looking to, you know, move into a newer house had grown their family and just kept this as a rental property. And that went well for a while until it didn't. Um, and their most recent tenants just trashed this place. Um, and it was probably getting close to needing uh, a pretty full rehab anyway. And then um, the the tenants were definitely the nail in the coffin. So these uh, the seller um, saw us on Facebook, had an ad pop up and uh, gave us a call. And, um, you know, one of the critical things in wholesaling, again, because we're solving problems and it's so relationship oriented, you got to be available. Um, so we, um, you know, we, they filled out a web form. We called them back within like seconds sort of thing. Um, got her on the phone, met her out at the property the next day. And um, this was a pretty kind of straightforward deal. She said, look, here's, here's what I owe on this place. I have no idea what it's worth. I think it's kind of in this range, but I'm not really sure. But really, I, you know, I'm not sure I can even sell this place. I mean, it like it needs a full, full on remodel. Um, and so uh, we met her out there, spent about an hour uh, with the seller at the property, um, mostly talking kind of on the back deck. There wasn't, you know, a walkthrough of a property like that doesn't take a whole lot of time. It's how much square footage is it, you know, times yeah. a lot of money for the rehab. Um, but, but we just spent, I, I spent time getting to know her, um, understanding kind of her situation. And, and what was clear is um, she need she needed certainty. Um, she was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to meet with 10 other people. I don't want to have, you know, people bidding against one another. And maybe I make a few thousand dollars more, except that person never shows up at closing. I just want to know this house is sold. Um, and she See, real, real quick. I yeah. think, I think the biggest thing in this scenario, um, is that the reason I think this lady, the seller in particular, didn't want to go down that route? One is she she obviously wanted to avoid the headache of dealing with a lot of people, but mm -hmm. you you helped her feel that she was important, and and that she's like, well, why would I go to anybody else when Greg is going to provide the service and value? Yeah. One, yeah. he's he's not he's not here to look at my house; he's here to serve me. And I think 
Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. But no, you're spot on. That's an important point. Because if you go in, if you go and looking at a house, just to look at the house and just say, and just try to be the best price or to just push people to sign, you're, you're going to, you're going to burn, you're going to burn opportunities. And so yeah. I think, I think that's a really great example. Like I can look at the best deals I've done and it's, it's when I focused on serving the seller um, far more than just trying to get it for a good price. So sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to stop you, but that's, something no, that's a great point. I think a lot of what, um, I mean, I, I think if we look in our own lives about what we buy, I mean, some things like I'm, I'm holding this bottle of iced tea that I'm going to buy it based on price. Cause I know what the quality is going to be no matter right. where I buy it. But a lot of things, especially like home service type companies or, or real estate companies, um, you know, you're, you're buying based on confidence that, um, that the service is going to be provided. The person's going to do what they say they're going to do. And so I think you're spot on. I, I spent that hour uh, on that conversation before we ever talked price. Um, and it got to a point, at, you know, when I tell you it was the world's shortest negotiation, she said, look, I owe uh, about $40,000. I think a little bit less. It might be $1,000 less. I would like to get $40,000. I don't want to have to write a check to sell this house. Wow. As you hear that, $40,000 for a house. Yeah. Yeah. And it remind people what and, and it remind people the market you're in. Yeah. So I'm this is uh this is a smaller town in Reedsville, North Carolina, about 30 minutes north of Greensboro. Um, so this is a house that um fixed up uh will sell for $140,000, $150,000. Um now again, it needs total renovation. Um, but that's kind of generally the range there. Um and so I know. I knew even kind of full renovation um, that that price would work. And, you know, she was so clear. Um, there, there was no reason to negotiate her, especially to a price lower to the point where she's going to have to write a check uh, to sell this house. And so again, like world's shortest negotiation, she said, I, I here's what I owe. So like she uh, brought, it was a couple months old, but brought a mortgage statement um, and said, right. I like, you know, everything on the table, here's what I owe, here's what I want to get. And I said, we can make that work. She said, how much time do you need? And I said, when do you want to close? And she said, how about three weeks? I said, three weeks sounds good. Um, and so we uh, then um, just sent this property out. I was kind of considering uh, either keeping it as a rental um, yeah. or flipping it ourselves, but um, we ended up sending it out to our cash buyers list. Um, we've been talking so much about relationships. So here's the other cool thing. I have a, uh, a shout out to Austin on my team, our disposition manager. He met several buyers out at this property um, and he really connected with a couple. They're like brand new investors. They just finished uh, their second deal. Um, and they were like, this is exactly what, what we're looking for. Um, and so he just spent a lot of time kind of, again, had an hour long conversation with them that had nothing to do with price. Um, just understanding their needs, kind of what their goals were in the investing world. Um, and long story short, we had a bunch of offers kind of come in a similar price range. He went back to several folks um, trying to manage those details and work those out. And um, they ended up uh, coming up a fair amount. We're going to make 30000 on the deal. $30,000. Wow. As you hear that. And, and the reason he made $30,000 is because he established a relationship that nobody else could. Because I guarantee you, there's probably 50 other people that would have loved to have gone that appointment and that would have, and that would have loved to tie it up for the price that he tied it up for. But Greg put himself in a position 
to yeah get a contract um, on the spot because he spent an hour. Did you hear that? He spent one hour before he even talked about the house. Man, I. And Devin, to compare that again, because I know you've been here before. Um, I was not. We we were not the first company this lady was in contact with. Um, I, and I think this is an important point if you want to be successful in wholesaling. You can wholesale virtually, certainly, but you've got to focus on relationship. She said, yeah. I had two other folks just send me an offer over text. Like they didn't really ask any follow-up questions. They just said, here's our number. Yeah. Uh, here's our offer. And she identified like, you haven't seen the house. We've never had a conversation. How are you sending me an offer kind of thing? Um, and that just rubbed her the wrong way right away. And so I think, uh, again, it didn't necessarily mean physically going out to the house, but prioritizing a conversation where I can understand your needs and make sure I'm a good fit for you was like, that was the difference for her. Oh, man. And that's the other thing, too, guys, you need to point out. I, I'm of the opinion, and I learned this from, from um, we Greg and I share one of the same mentors, uh, both mentors, Mark Stuber and Cody Hoffheim. And they've, they've preached heavily on not making offers. Like you establish rapport and relationship with the seller. You ask the questions that's going to yield um, what their, what their needs are. And then you let them tell you the price. And then you, and that's where the negotiation begins. So I'd, yeah, you could have, you probably could have offered her. You probably would have felt comfortable paying 50 to $60,000 sure. for the house, making, sure. making 10 to 15,000 on the deal, let's say, but. You let her pick the price and, and obviously negotiate from there with her. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. That's right. I, I'm really, yeah, like I said, I, I, I wanted Greg on here first for a specific reason. And I, and I feel like he not only provided value and how to, how to successfully negotiate on a deal. Um, he broke down the marketing channel he used, the tactics he used to develop relationship and rapport and to show that he, he made, he's going to make $30,000 in a deal. But most importantly is that, Greg is somebody I really admire because he's always trying to work on himself. He's always trying to be a student and yeah, he's, he's one of the most successful people I know because of his um, investment and in not only being a good businessman, but a good husband and good father. And, and that's, I think what I ultimately want to convey in this is that you're going to learn how to wholesale real estate. You're going to learn how to break down deals and, and, and learn through the challenges of, of, different things you're going to go with with sellers. Um, but most importantly, you're going to learn how to be, be a better person ultimately. And if you can do that first, then, then everything else is going to just line out to where you want it to. So I really appreciate you sharing that with me and I really appreciate you, you coming on. So. Devin, thank you for having me, man. It's uh, every kind thing you've, you've said, I, I uh, it just double back to you, brother. I'm uh, awesome. proud of what you're creating and just, just happy to get to get to call you a friend. So what's the best way for people to find you, Greg? Um, so probably Instagram at Greg Bernie, G-R-E-G-B-E-R-N-E-Y. That's uh, the easiest. And um, yeah, happy to happy to chat. I love talking real estate. I love talking personal development. So. Awesome. Well, I'm going to post it. So I'll post a, a link to his Instagram and um, in the in the YouTube overview. And so people can can know where to find you. And, and yeah. If you guys have deals in that area, please, please reach out to Greg or reach out to me and we'll make sure we get you connected with him and, and any deals you have out in the country. We have um, Joe Homebuyer is, is all over the country. And so if you want to learn more about Joe and, and what we do uh, on the franchise side of things, um, you can watch our watch our first video we posted or you can. Um, yeah, just or you can find Cody Hoffman as well and his Instagram's in there as well to learn more about what we do. So. Yeah, um, I appreciate you coming on, Greg, and I'm excited to to continually 
have people see your journey and yeah, give him a follow. He's, he's great. Posts a lot of great content. And yeah, he's, he's somebody that I, I admire. And so I, I hope you guys can find the same thing as well. So I appreciate it, Greg. Thank you. Devin, love you, brother. Appreciate it. Love you too, man. We'll talk to you soon.